you want, preacher. I want it in me. I said, I want it in me. I don't want just the provision. Because after they got provision, Israel despised provision. I don't want miracles because the miracles, many times after the miracles were gone, it rebellion bred in the hearts because there were those who read a, rose up and said, hey, God don't only speak to the preacher. God speaks to me. But God said, I'm going to put that in there to remind you, listen, when you rebel against the priesthood, you're in trouble. Can't help it. It's in the box. It's in the box. What are these in there for? You can't get upset at the Word. You can't get upset at His law. You can't get upset at His provision. You can't get upset at His ministry. And expect God to fill anybody in this building with the Holy Ghost. But when you say, God, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it every bit. Every bit of it. And I'm going to take it all. I'm not going to pick and choose like a smorgasbord, God. But I'm going to take it all because you put it in there. You know who you put it there for you? You put the law there for me. You put the miracles there for me. He put the provision there for me. But he also put the provision, amen, the manna as a reminder that the day we forget the law, we'll hate the provision. He put the rod there not only to represent his miracle working power, but the day that we rebel, those miracles are going to remind us that, friend, we one time got in trouble because we did not accept what God said. Lord, can tonight I put the Word of God somewhere? Yes, sir, you can. You can. Tonight, folks, you can put the Word of God in your heart. Listen to me. You can put the Word of God in your heart. Once they put the Word of God in the ark, you'll never find in history. No, you'll never find where anybody ever separated the law from the Ark of the Covenant. You'll find where they separated the miracles. You'll find where they separated the provision. But you'll never find where they separated the law. And even to this day, not one history book, not one verse of Scripture tells you that the law was ever taken out of the ark you know what that tells me that tells me the most important thing in our life is to live this thing like God said if we never get another miracle if we never get another provision we need to have the law of God in our heart and stand upon his word Holy Ghost seeker if you never See God perform a miracle. If you never have God supply your needs naturally, you need to let God fill you with the Holy Ghost and obey that law and let God supply your needs spiritually. And you'll never be without. You'll never be without. Musicians come tonight. Maybe we feel today that we can break off part of the law that was written on the stone and the part we like we can keep and the part we like 
we'll throw away. But if you'll remember, the law was made out of the type of stone that was a chippable stone. It was made out of tables of stone. They was made so that when Moses threw down the law, he just didn't break one commandment. But he broke them all. Did not the word of God said, if you offend in the least of these, my brethren, you've offended in them all. You can't break off what you want because you shatter the rest when you do. Possibly the stone that they used was a shale type rock, which was very chippable. Which when it was chipped would come off in layers. It could be formed and rounded with the skilled craft of a stonemason. But it was easy, easily accessible and they was able to chip it out. But once it was cracked and damaged, it shattered into hundreds of pieces. I don't want to break the law. Because I want everything that's in this book in my life tonight. Holy Ghost Seeker, listen to me. You've got to want it all. But Brother Willis, I have a private interpretation. Let me tell you something, folks. And remind you of the rod. The Bible said this thing don't come by private interpretation. Hear what I'm telling you tonight? The Scripture said that if you want the Holy Ghost and you seek Him with your whole heart, He's going to give it to you. He said, if my words abide in you and you abide in me, you can ask whatsoever you will and it shall be given unto you. That's positive. And I'm not trying to be uh, dogmatic tonight, but I'm just simply telling you everything we need is in that old box back there. Tonight you can have the Holy Ghost and we're going to give you an opportunity to seek the Holy Ghost because I believe that when Moses brought it down and put it in there, he put it in there for safekeeping. Tonight, the Word of God has been placed in my heart for safekeeping, in your heart for safekeeping. Don't err from the law. Don't err from the law. But stand upon the Word of God. Amen. A time back, I was trying to decide whether to do something or another. I forget exactly even what it was. But as I was trying to decide basically what to do, The Word of God came to my heart. And I was reminded of the Scripture. It said, Thy word have I hid in my heart, David said, that I might not sin against God. And that Word of God came like a reckoning force, like a sounding trumpet. I didn't have to think twice, and I didn't have to stand there and say, Well, should I or shouldn't I do this thing? The Word of God gave me an instant answer. And I proceeded to obey the word of the Lord, folks. Because I realized it was in there. And I couldn't get it out. I want the Holy Ghost in my life. Not just today, but I want it there tomorrow. And the next day. The things that I don't like in the word, I can't get rid of them. I'm just going to have to live up to it. Things in the Word of God that are sour. I'm just going to have to keep eating them till finally they turn sweet. Several years ago, I got a cup of coffee and I tried to drink it. Oh, I hated this stuff. 
I thought it was the most gross-tasting mess I've ever had in my mouth. But you know what? I got every morning I'd go with some preachers or something or somebody in the church and we'd go out and they'd always drink a cup of coffee and so I finally got me another cup and I thought well I'll, I'll, I'll try it so I found out that you could put a little sugar in it now I know we got a lot of black coffee drinkers in here but you put a little sugar in it amen a little cow step in it a little bit it ain't bad then the more I began to drink it, the better it was. You know, I don't even hesitate now in the morning. If I go over to a restaurant and they have coffee, I'll the first thing, they, they see me coming, they'll set out a cup of coffee. Because I've grown accustomed to it. There's things in this Word of God, friend, that the first time you try them, you're not going to like them. But if you'll keep on drinking them. Brother Ron and I went to a restaurant one morning and we sat down there to eat. I didn't know he liked raw eggs. They just laid them on the grill and teased them, put them on his plate. And he sat across from me and he had the nerve to eat them things in front of me. I'm telling you, it looked like a big moon-eyed cow looking up at him off that plate. And you know what he said to me? He said, well, you don't know what you're missing. And I told him, I'll just keep on missing. Praise God. And friend, I'm telling you what, he scooped them slimy things up and he ate all that slimy white, then he scooped that yellow up and just clop, flopped it in his mouth. And I said, there ain't no way, Jose. Now that I don't think I gotta try to be saved. There's some things in this word tonight that I'm gonna have to try. And I'm going to have to practice. And I'm going to have to keep at them. I can't get rid of them because he already put them in the ark. Amen. And I've got the word in my heart. I'm going to have to obey it, folks. How do you feel about that? Don't you feel like you've got to apply yourself to the word if you're going to be saved? Don't you feel like you're going to have to accept it? Hey, the devil could steal the miracles. You don't have to have miracles to be saved. The devil could steal the provisions. You don't have to have all these fancy things we got to be saved. But there is no way under God's big son that we'll be saved without the law. We've got to have that. Israel didn't. They thought, well, it'll be okay. But when the enemy came in and took it and the Philistines took it and, and they came back, they said, man, we like part of that, but we let you have that long. That's okay. You brought back the main thing. You brought back the nucleus of this whole thing. You brought back the birthing part. You brought back the strengthening part. You brought back the salvation part. When you brought back the law, you brought back the essential things. Amen. Cut my arm off. Stitch me up. I can live. Cut my leg off. Stitch me up. I can live. Because those are not essential parts, but you pull my heart out. Take it away. I ain't going to live. You take this word of God out of the hearts of the children of God. They're not going to live. Oh, God, tonight, it's in there. Everything is in that box. 
and we've got to be saved. We've got to take it and ingest it into our systems and let it be what God wants it to be in our lives. Not the way privately you want it, but the way God wrote it in the very beginning. Listen, folks. Tonight, if you want the Holy Ghost, don't take part, but take it all. If you want the Holy Ghost tonight, just don't pick and choose. Just say, God, load my plate up. Whatever's on there, I'm going to eat it. If it's in the book, if it's in the box, I want it in my heart. Would you stand tonight? Sing, Sister Zena. Tonight it's for you and your children and them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Tonight when we give you opportunity, this altar's open for anybody that wants to come tonight and seek the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's in that box. Oh, hallelujah. I said it's in that box. You just got to take it all now. You got to take it all. You just can't take part of it. You got to take it all.